I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. Hi there, I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be looking at the top reasons people break up. Okay. Well, a lot of you guys are going through a breakup when you're watching my channel and everybody has a different reason why they broke up. Now, of course, there are going to be similarities across the board that only make sense. Of course. But Every relationship is so different and every breakup is so right. different. Right. And so Margaret came across an article that talked about some of the top reasons that people break up. And we thought we'd share this with you. We found it entertaining. We found it interesting and entertaining, yes. Okay, and this is a, a survey once done by Cosmopolitan Magazine. And they're very serious about all this. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Um, we just fell out of love. We fell out of love. I guess if you fall in, you gotta fall out. Mm -hmm. Okay? Have you heard that one? Um, I hear not in those terms, but um, similar terms. Similar like, terms. I, I don't, she doesn't feel anything for me anymore, right. or she's not attracted to me anymore. Similar things. Yeah, I have, I have heard the same language. I've talked with two young men recently who have said that their, their new wives, less than two years, have said suddenly they're not attracted to them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, you can also find yourself living together for a long time and leading separate lives. And I really feel like the biggest reason for that breakup is your behavior in the, in the relationship. That we just fell out of love? Yeah. Uh -huh. I really feel like the man tends to come on too strong and makes the woman feel smothered and trapped. And that really kills that in that situation. I agree. That that's, that's quite common. Mm -hmm. um, men of action. Men of action. They don't just wait for the process to happen. Okay. They try and force things. Yeah. Number two, somebody cheated. Yeah. And I was just saying to Coach Craig, <clears throat> um, I'm not quite sure about the rules about cheating these days. Um, it sounds like very early into a relationship, people are accusing each other of cheating. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope it's spoken. I mean, if you're not married, certainly um, cheating has something, you know, it's, it's not illegal. Um, but if you have you agreed to be exclusive, and I guess that means these days saying, you're my boyfriend or you're my girlfriend yeah. or, or I'm your whatever. It's better to put it out on the table. It most certainly is because I have run into a few cases where it was not clear. Mm -hmm. um, however, if you hide it, that makes things much more difficult. So, I mean, if you're not sort of promised to each other to be exclusive and you cheat, um, and then you hide it, it looks even worse, yeah. as far as I can see. Um, he or she lied about something and I couldn't trust him again. Now, I'm unclear whether this is big things or little things, but I suppose anything that you lie about becomes a big thing, Yeah. right? Um, why would you need to? Yeah. Why would you need to? Um, Big one. Yeah. Um, okay. We were always fighting and realized we shouldn't be together. 
well, now there's a pretty good sign that it's not a good idea for you to be together. Yeah. I mean, if you're fighting more than you're enjoying yourselves and each other, then that's pretty good logic to say we better look at this. And I would, I would bet and I would guess that the reason that most of those fights are occurring is because one person is feeling a lot of anxiety mm -hmm. and starting to control the other person. Trying to control the other person. And, or, yeah. like, where are you? Where have you been? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen you. Yeah. I did this, right. and I'm tired of this. Yeah. And that anxiety is causing them to lose emotional I would agree. And we yeah. did learn that after the euphoric state, when all the hormones make us wonderfully crazy, um, comes the testing stage where you're looking at um, power struggles and where have you been and trying to be controlling mm -hmm. and yeah and since that's only the second stage it would come up fairly quickly yeah yeah all right um, but good to pay attention to it mm -hmm. five and six seem to be equally common he stopped doing sweet romantic things for me okay I don't really come across that one in my breakups. I haven't come across it either. Um, that one is definitely more rare I, I for me. I agree. Um, and the other one that was pretty similar is I miss being single and dating around. Well, okay. you can understand that. If being in a relationship feels like it's tying you down. Okay? Yeah. I guess it's like the old song, You Don't Bring Me Flowers Anymore. Mm. Right? Um, all right, next one. He or she wasn't very ambitious when it came to career. I definitely think women tend to be more attracted to an ambitious guy. I think so. Too. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation with a guy today where we were talking about, do you really care what your woman does as a career? And he's like, you know what? I told her that I did, but I really don't. I really don't care. And that's just not one of the things that are high up for me mm -hmm. in, in my priorities. Mm -hmm. So, and I think most men don't put that high on the list. I think women do. Yes. For a man. And um, I was dealing with a gay couple recently and one partner was very upset with her partner who wanted to retire at 50 and had no interest in working. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that can come up. Yeah. Um, Just out of curiosity, what were the dynamics like in that relationship? Was one more Feminine or masculine? No, they were pretty equal. Yeah. And both of them quite feminine. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know exactly what that's about. Mm -hmm. um, but you do hear that people's families are very interested in what the person does because the question really is can this person take care of you? Suppose you should get sick or something. Yeah. Can this, you know, can you live under decent circumstances with this person? And could they take care of you if something went wrong? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's something you got to think about. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And why do you want to retire at 50 unless you've always hated what you do? <laughs> you know. Um, I can't. 50? I'm not going to make it to 50. I'm going to retire next you week. better make it to 50. Um, <laughs> I haven't stopped yet, have I? No, I'm that's still true. here pitching. That's true. <laughs> I'd miss it terribly. Um, he didn't get along, or she didn't get along, with my friends and family. That can happen too. That seems uh, cultural. Um, yeah, I feel like that one would be more for other cultures than American. I feel like American people by nature tend to put less emphasis on it, but I feel like other cultures that I deal with are more about you're not agree you're not 
meshing with my family. Uh-huh. Okay. That's just my opinion. Yep. That's just kind of what I've seen. I've heard it in both contexts. Yeah? Um, all my girlfriends think he's a creep. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's true. My family doesn't like the way he treats me. Um, sure. Yeah. So they were all those protective things. Yeah. Um, or if it's a guy, you know, some people think she's a gold digger. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as getting along with them, it's a, I felt like that was a little different than yes, what you're saying. Is. Yeah, getting along with them. Yeah. In other words, couldn't go out for the evening with... Yeah. Yeah. But okay. in the protective way, I definitely see a lot more. Yeah. But as far as like, I broke up with him because he couldn't get along with my sister. No. Or I didn't no. get... I, that to me that does... That would be I inappropriate, yeah. I don't see that as, yeah. a, as a real reason. Or not very but often. But I certainly have seen people break up because family didn't like him or her. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, protective, yeah, especially. Yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Protective where the family thinks it's their decision. <laughs> and that's a real problem. That is a real problem. Um... The next one, the sex was bad. Now, I haven't heard that. I can't say I've have heard you? that very often. I have yeah. heard it, but certainly not often. No, I haven't heard it often either. I've heard much more often the sex was wonderful, and I don't know why the other person wanted to break up. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. yeah. And here are some other ones that didn't make the list, but came up enough to catch attention. Um, and here are those add-on ones. Okay. Some of the breakup reasons, yeah, they didn't make the list. He would tease me in really hurtful ways and not care when I told him I didn't like it. Ooh. That sounds like the old, I was, I was only joking when, no, you weren't. Yeah. You know, that's passive-aggressive. That almost sounds like a narcissist, yes, right? Yes, it does, yeah. Um, in other words, stop it. No, it didn't sound like a joke. Yeah. Um, another reason that's been given is porn. I can't say. I, I've, I've heard a couple times, but, but not very often. Not very often. And the porn that I can remember, it was like a live porn. Like somebody was interacting with somebody else oh. on like the computer, yeah, yeah. where it was like a web chat thing. Yeah. It wasn't like somebody watching a video. Right. At least from the ones I can remember off the top of my head. Okay. Well, remember, I did a lengthy presentation on porn one day. And yes. if you want to go back and look at that, you can. I think it was um, on sexual addiction. Yeah, and I was going to say, when it really comes to attention is when it becomes an addiction mm -hmm. and the person stops doing much else. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it kind of stays under the radar. Yeah. Um, he started cheating with my best friend that was my ex-sister-in-law and mother of our two nephews. Well, that's so complicated, I couldn't live with it just to begin with. Yeah. But he started cheating on me. Okay. Um, he or she was so clingy. Now, it's interesting that that's the bottom one for me. That's one of the biggest ones. He started cheating with my best friend. No, no, that he was so clingy. He was so clingy, yeah. And, and they have it. See, I think they really missed the boat on that because for me, yeah. that is a really, really huge thing. Sure it is. And that's probably one of the biggest reasons, not towards the bottom. I think they, I agree. they really missed yeah, that. Yeah, I hear that a lot too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was very clingy. When I wasn't around, he was very clingy. But she Where goes, are you going? What are you, you should, doing? Yeah. Who are you with? Why yeah. are you taking so long to respond to me? And that's anxious or clingy, whichever you want to call it. Yeah. But if it happens chronically, then it's clingy. Yeah. yeah. And the big thing that they're really not hitting on that Margaret and I teach is attachment. Yeah. Okay? Dating and relationships are really founded on your ability on your, yeah. to attach. Right. And they don't understand this. And, and I say this sometimes, but 
and I, I feel almost guilty saying it, but most clinicians don't even understand attachment. No, they don't. It is true. Unless you find people who have particularly studied it. Um, no, you don't. And, and, and I, one of the big complaints I get from the people that watch our channel is I've got myself a local therapist and I know more than them. They don't, I'm, I'm understanding things better than they, than you, you know, this clinician does and right. they're frustrated. Right. Right. Because attachment has only recently been at the forefront of psychology. Like we were saying today, uh, earlier today when we made some recordings, um, only in the 1950s did Dr. Bowlby start to talk about um, the, attack, the importance of childhood attachment. Yeah. And only in recent three or four years has mm -hmm. adult separation anxiety and, and anxious attachment disorder have been a, a formal diagnosis. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. And I it's, it's, it's uh, still like amazing to me that you and I have put out information that's so far in advance to what most clinicians right. could do in an office on a daily basis. Yeah. And that people have been able to use it yeah. extremely well. Yeah. The other issue in, in any breakup is grief. Yeah. And again, that's not something you find that every clinician is trained in. It is a specialty, although most clinicians can should be able to do the basics. Yeah. It's, a, it's a process and it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Um, I, we, we all have our areas of expertise. Absolutely. And one of the things that is the most frustrating for me is to know that if you guys go to a therapist locally, they're probably going to give you breakup advice that would be very similar to friends and family. And yeah. in, in terms of trying to get an ex back. Right. They're gonna tell you do a handwritten letter. They're gonna tell you just force them to talk about their, their feelings. They're gonna tell you that all the typical things would tell you to do. Right, yeah. And do some cognitive behavioral things. I mean, um, get a good night's sleep, be sure you eat healthy vegetables. You know, distract yourself. Distracting yourself can help sometimes, but it's not a way to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I would say if you get yourself a therapist locally, that's great. It's good to have that person to talk to and connect with. And I would just say be careful in how you handle reattracting an ex. Yes. And be very skeptical of how they're coming to you and approaching how to reattract somebody. Yes. As far as helping you for that extra support, that's great. that's great, and great. I, I think it's great. It can help you with anxiety and depression and whatever it is that you're going through. But if they start saying, write a handwritten letter, don't do it. And a lot of therapists want you to write letters to all sorts of people and not mail them. But and I, that's fine. If you want to write a letter sure, and then put right it away. in the shredder, yeah. burn it, go, go for it. <laughs> kill it with fire, whatever. But I will say that I have come across some absolutely, at least in my book, excellent therapists, all of whom have been in California. So I want to know what's going on out there in mental health in mm -hmm. California. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just think about all these things that we're explaining and you know we always encourage you guys to get mental health and, and get treatment for issues with anxiety and depression and trauma and any kind of abuse you faced. All of those things are so important to get help with to really heal. But you know if you're looking to for what should I do to get this person back, be careful. Yes. Because they don't have any training with that. That's not their specialty. That's not their specialty, okay? You wouldn't go to a heart doctor about your foot, right? Right. You just keep that in mind, okay? Yeah. 
But when it works, and it can work in combination, that's terrific. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're that's all terrific. for mental health and, yeah. and getting yourself treatment. The other thing always to remember is if you go to see a therapist, um, it's perfectly okay to ask what their specialty is, and is it the issue that you're bringing. Um, and then you can go a couple of times, and if you don't feel like that person is the right therapist for you, it's perfectly okay to shop around a bit Absolutely. until you find the right person because mm -hmm. therapy is difficult enough and a big enough commitment that it's certainly better if you feel comfortable with the person you're dealing with. Yeah. And we're not all the same, mm -hmm. any more than all car mechanics are the same. Or all doctors, yeah. or all teachers. Or all te yeah, yeah it's like anything else. So. We, we just thought it would be an interesting article to share and look yeah. at the different reasons people break up. Yeah. And like we said, every situation is so different. Every breakup is so different. Yes. And you know what? I'd like to see people's comments about what their ex's reason was for breaking yes. up with them. Yes. Even if you just want to put a sentence or two, my ex broke up with me and the, maybe the reason they gave you. I'd be, I'd, that's interesting. That would be very interesting. Yeah. Yes. So yes, leave we, a comment. We always encourage your comments and feedback. Absolutely. Yeah. Alright, so when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, I do Skype coaching, and I do emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. Feel free to sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to sign up with her. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me to get professional help on your situation. Go to askcraig.net to sign up for a personal coaching with me.